Good evening, everyone. Good evening. This is your host, Mr. James Tunis, on Political Curfew. Today's topic, we'll be discussing, or should I say, the title of this podcast is, What is America? Family, I thank you for uh, subscribing. Um, This is my very first very first podcast Um, as many of you know I've displayed most mostly information on economics but the politics has to tie in due to the fact of the current times that we are in Um, we are seeing change in a different manifestation a different form a different concept and a different ideology We're battling the situation of America, where race relations, in my opinion, have not, have not been addressed. We're also dealing with the situation of high unemployment. We're also dealing with the lack of leadership from the federal government and our senators. While our governors are left to hold the bag. And who knows what resources they do have and what resources they don't. What is America? As we and many of us around the world have seen these last couple of weeks, is the uh, the tension and the and the self destruction of America. Some agree, some don't agree, but I can tell you, it was only a matter of time ticking time bomb it was a situation where we saw America's uh, true colors as I say the continuance of ignoring the black pleas and cries and angers Because of police brutality. The organizations that are allegedly. Involved in representing. The black constituency. But have fallen so out of touch. Where they have left. The modern day millennial. To question. To think. Defend for themselves. They are left in a situation where they have no choice. See, America knows its history. It's documented. There's film. We know how race relations are in this country. And we definitely know how police brutality is in this country. The recent death of... George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Brianna in Kentucky, were the long lines of history of how many other black people have died in the hands of police, white supremacist, and racist. Where I differ from many of my own black constituents is that 
some of you, or many of you, continue to have this thing called, or I call, selective narratives. And what I mean by a selective narrative is that you select a particular narrative that is continuously repeated, reframed, or I apologize, people. I'm a little emotional right now. Or consistently reminding us of why we as a black community have not progressed. We have been very decisive. And the modern day millennial has detached himself from those who don't see the reality for what it is. See, in America, I continuously hear about black-on-black crime, single motherhood, inner-city violence. And what I can tell you, this is a selective narrative that the oligarchs, the old model, continuously preach to the mass majority, the mass majority of Americans, and especially the black community. What they fail to understand that millennials are the more highly more educated. There are way more black organizations that are advocating for nonviolence because of social media itself we have seen much more influence progression family building structure and better insight on what a healthy black community is and can be See, the old arc system needs to perpetuate that old model, selected narrative, narratives of black on black crime, single motherhood, and all these, all of these false or continuous continuous rhetoric that really demises the progression of true black individuals conservatives liberals so on and so forth and I say to you individuals who continue to speak that rhetoric rhetoric you have out of you are out of touch see the difference between the modern day millennial and those who are 60 and up is that the older generation, the 60 plus crowd you continuously live in fear you continuously live in a matrix or I would say insanity you accept defeat you accept the current conditions that you left us in 
And what you fail to understand that America holds on to those narratives because the simple fact it needs a boogeyman. It needs an underclass. It needs conflict, confliction, confusion. And to dismiss and to dismiss any progression with the modern day millennial, black millennial to be exact. See, when I hear the concept of black on black crime, I actually hear lack of accountability for those who don't want to address the situation head on. It's easy to carry on that selective narrative that many white super white conservatives have preached and even liberals who at the end of the day when you look at the economical side of these communities because Chicago, Baltimore have always been on the map St. Louis ask yourself what were those communities like 60 years ago what were the economical structures because if you think poverty doesn't lead to violence you are fooled but let's even go even more detailed as we saw as the world saw the death of George Floyd we saw something that many of us couldn't even imagine but our 60 and plus knew experienced were eyewitnesses to these horrific things that happened during their time. And finally, the world got a taste to see how disproportionately, unfathomably, the pain of black plight in America. Seeing an officer place his knee on George Floyd's neck and for those who may argue and question as many of people who have done jujitsu UFC know when you cut circulation to the brain it is a very very dangerous thing when I say dangerous Try, try a rear naked choke as practice and see what happens as Eric Gardner expressed I can't breathe Lloyd said I can't breathe and what you finally realize and the world realize the world hasn't changed at all it hasn't changed at all and this is why you're seeing the rioting the protesting granted there are those who are trying to capitalize on the backs of peaceful protesters who really want change 
But again, as the title says, what is America? See, the situation that is truly disturbing is that there's a part of society that turns a blind eye, that remains silent, that is fearful, scared to have an honest conversation. As Jane Elliott said, or question a white audience, how many of you would want to be treated as African Americans in this country? But then we fast forward or we exchange those questions within the black community. The black community within itself continues to hold on to that selective narrative. We need to do better. We need to stop hurting each other. The selective narrative has to stop. What I saw and what I continually continuously debate my peers on, those who have this selective narrative, what world do you live in? What America do you live in? Seriously. You hold on to that selective narrative because you do not want to address the issue head on. You don't want to join the organizations to change. You want to be the gatekeepers. That is easy to point out versus try to correct. Like in any other society, if there's poverty, there's violence. But what amazes to me when you look at the progression of the millennial, the modern day millennial black woman and man, it amazes me within that millennial group within our community. We still have a selective narrative bringing up black on black crime. Let me give you an actual reality. America is a broken home system. Many whites in America come from broken homes. Many African Americans come from broken home systems. But what makes it different from many, or I should say what makes it different from black and white, because it was the fact that it was never an equal playing field. See, we we are always looking through a lens we are always 
looking from a distance. The problem is that none of us wants to address it up close. That's the painful part about this whole situation. America, understand one thing. There have been many deaths, many black deaths that have gone unrecorded, undocumented, falsely reported. Now, the country has erupted. As I reflect my time on this earth, man, I can definitely tell you America is two, two different divisions, two sides, two teams. Many of us want to hang with the A-team, but don't understand the consequences of being around that A-team. We look at the B-team, we see the struggles, the dysfunction, the lack of trust, the lack of loyalty. But the problem with the B-team is... The B team never looked back at their history. The B team didn't realize how important self-dignity is to a community. The B team realized holding on to the A team seems like a better way of life. But what we actually see is the A team doesn't want anything or any association with individuals on the B team. I battle, I struggle, I wonder. See, at this point in my life, I can have a conversation trying to Reteach someone, educate someone, I don't know anymore. Because we hold on to selective narratives that feeds into our minds and agitates or glimpse. I won't say it's a glimpse, but it's a fear. The mysterious big black man, the dangerous aggressively black woman. The sad part is those things never truly existed. Never truly existed.
a dark time in history. Frustrating time in history. For those who ask for peaceful protest, understand this. You can only be so peaceful for so long. You can only bury, mask, hide, sweep the pain for so long. How long? Truly, how long? Family, I don't know about you. I don't have children yet, but many of you do. And many of you who have children wake up every morning and look at that child and say, What did I what did I bring you into? Is this the world that I want you to experience? Is this the current atmosphere do I want you to be in? See, politically, we're seeing the system crumble. We're seeing the leadership fail. We're seeing The all arcs, the older models, holding on to dear life. Look at the current state of America, COVID, police brutality, unemployment, racism, agitators, a president that continues to show leadership and leads everything to the fe- leads everything to the states a senate that was that basically chose to go on vacation then address the needs of the people america ask yourself is this truly america Remember one thing, ladies and gentlemen. There are times in history we will all have to make a conscious decision to remove, to separate, and speak out from the social justices that hinder the growth of all I ask you to please please take a stand because at this point the future looks very grim 
very good. And to those who continuously hold that selective narrative on black on black crime, single motherhood, for those who are silent amongst the racist, ask yourself one thing. Why do you hold on to fear? How come you don't display courage? Be honest with yourself. Because one thing that will definitely happen, we are all guaranteed death. But while you are on this planet, this earth, what are you going to do? Not for yourself, but the future generations that to come. For all the innocent people who have lost their lives, I'm sorry. To the hands of disgust and mistrust, I'm sorry. George Floyd, I'm sorry. Brianna, I'm sorry. Ahmad, I'm sorry. Tamir Rice, I'm sorry. Trayvon, I'm sorry. Sandra Bland, I'm truly sorry. Sister that died in Texas playing video games, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm not knowing everyone. <clears throat> Thank you for joining Political Curfew. Thank you. This is your host, Mr. James Toomes. Have a good night.